It is impressive just how snapped it is. Hi, I'm John, and I have news of some description. And I'm John, and I'm so fancy that I had pizza and dauphinois potatoes for dinner. And I'm not John, and I'm sat next to a genie-shaped cushion. Not Will Smith, Robin Williams' genie. This is Wood John Rather. You know the drill. Podcast questions. John's asking this week. And, uh, yeah, any any news? You said you've got news, John, before we begin? Um, yeah, if, if I can change my hours at work, I can have a puppy. Will it be called Leon? No. Ah. Well, nobody wants to hear about puppies. On with the show. Right, so, would you rather be naked or famous? Famous. Because it's probably a lot warmer than wearing no clothes all the time. Well, if you're in the tundra. Which I'm not, but still I think I'd be more comfortable with people knowing who I am than people knowing how big my penis is. See, or knowing that's, how that's, hairy my back is. That's the opposite for me, because if I had to be naked, then I would become famous. So... You'll get arrested. <laughs> Public indecency. John never said what you'd be famous for. No. Well, I wouldn't be infamous. I think you'd be infamous for being the naked man. Mm. But and you'd have you'd have a very sort of uh, on on trend surname for being naked all the time. Don't give away my surname on the podcast. I'll get stalkers, especially now they know that I'm naked all the time. Um. Yeah, I'd rather be. I mean, he didn't have to say naked all the time. Just would have rather be famous or naked. Well, does that mean you can't be naked if you're famous? And you can't be famous if you're naked? These are some big questions. Are they mutually exclusive is what I'm trying to ascertain. Well, big words. Just dumb it down for him. I mean, does that does that mean that John would be a never nude? <laughs> For the purposes of this question, yes. Okay, so, so yeah. I have I'd... a floating box in front of me whenever I got my kit off. No, it or means that you con- constantly wear cut-off jean shorts under all of your clothes, even when showering. True story. And the denim. Yeah. Well, that was implied by the jean part, but yeah. Okay. Um, What's wrong with that? Nothing. Um, so I can never be famous, but I'm allowed to be naked. He is going to be famous, but he can never be naked. Okay. That's fine. Uh, I can't, I can't so, remember the last time I had sex with a light on, so no one left, no. So you just undo the zipper and, like, poke it through like a shrew coming out of a bush. You're assuming a lot of things there. Well, yes. Um, but, yeah, so basically you're asking me, would I rather have the current existence I have where I'm not famous and can be naked? So would I rather be me or someone that was famous for an undisclosed reason, but can never be naked. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm quite happy I'd, with I'd my choice. Be, I thought you'd have to be naked a lot more than you would be not naked. Oh, yeah, I think, I think that's a fair I, assumption. If I've got well, to be famous all the time, and I've also apparently now got to be clothed all the time, because thank you, you've just moved the goalpost for me, you have to be naked all the time and never famous. Because I think that's the only fair comparison, because John is, is not really helping us with guiding the ship today so yeah i'm i'm gonna throw the uh, the ship's wheel the other way and and correct the course so it's a little bit more even okay so i've got to always be naked i mean that's gonna prove difficult for leaving home 
unless, unless I do, I join, I'd have to join them. Have you seen a fig leaf? I mean, yeah, what constitutes as being naked? I mean, it depends at what point things become closed. I mean, could I just put like a tubules, uh, a Pringles tube over it, tubules pring, Pringles tube over it with a bit of sellotape and then go out for a jog? Is is that just a makeshift jock strap? At what point does that become closed? So we'll go with no fig leaf, no, you know, anything like that. Just got to be naked all the time. I'd have to go and ju- join a nudist colony. That would be my only option. Could you wear like a massive pillowcase and pretend you're Dobby the house elf? Well, that, I just said I don't think I should be allowed to wear anything because that's... Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. So, yeah, I'd have to go and join a nudist colony. And, I mean... What's good about that? Well, I mean, at the risk of insulting a whole subgroup of people, I imagine if they're nudists, they're probably quite with nature and won't listen to this podcast, so I'll go out on a whim. Never seen many attractive nudists. And I think it's just because if you were a nudist and you were attractive, you get a lot of attention. So I think I'd go from being quite an average person in a pack to, you know, fairly near the top. I don't think much of myself, but I don't think much of many uh, nudist documentaries I've seen. So you I, think I call them documentaries porn. So you think you'd be top of the dog pile? Not top. And also, when we talk about nudists, can we not use phrases such as top of the dog pile? Because now it's an orgy. I don't think that's what nudists are. Um, well, I'll, I'll contemplate what what you're doing with your newfound friends who are giving you probably a lot of unwanted attention while I'm strutting my stuff on the red carpet in my uh, cut-off jean shorts that I'm now making a, a, a proper fashion statement with because it's my yeah, way of... you don't know why you're famous. You might just be famous because you were on Jeremy Kyle once because you can never be naked. That's and not really causing, famous. That's and just causing that's trash. Well... Like I said, fame is fame. I mean, Captain Google will probably tell us a definition in a minute. Um, but you could be famous for any number of reasons. You're just going with the positive side of, oh, I'm famous because I'm going to be in the next Thor film. Why, why is Paris Hilton famous? Because cause she is. So she gets still she still gets invited to red carpet stuff. So um, that's going to be my life from now on. She's is famous because she's the heir to the Hil- She's the heir to the Hilton Empire. Yeah, and- but she's not trying to earn it. She just happens to be who she is and that's actually i'll tell you why she's famous more so no for her stunning performance in house of wax she was in a film she was in numerous films before she did she did the sex tape didn't she she was one like the first of like our generation anyway about the famous sex tape things um true true story and then she was in house of wax and it was one of those films that was like perfect as a horror film when you were 15 i remember being people being obsessed with it in sixth form because it was just bad enough to be awesome and some of the scenes i think she was the one that she gets like covered in wax and they're like jenny is that you i don't remember her name but they start like trying to get her out of the wax and peeling it off of her face and it's just peeling all of her skin off with it and then the house of wax starts to melt and i don't really remember so just to clarify it's Paris Hilton naked or famous? Famous. Both. Both. <laughs> She's possibly more famous because she got naked. Right. So since it's both, you can't talk about her anymore because you've got to be one or the other. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know any people that are naked all the time. Babies. Babies <laughs> fucking love to be naked. That's true. Walking around. Like, paddling you... pool. Yeah. That is you... a big plus in the naked side paddling pools 
are excellent. Do you know what children, like toddlers and babies, do like? Is being naked from the waist down only. That's that's a bold look as an adult, but as a kid, it's just standard. <laughs> if you watch Deadpool 2, it's called the Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Um, but babies always seem to be super happy whether they're and I'd, I'd love to have that confidence to just be able to go yeah this is me cock what of it and I'd love um, to strut my stuff on a carpet and uh, see the, the premiere for uh, Captain Marvel which is coming out imminently if it's not already out I don't know my timelines so I'm not up to date on my uh, not just yet I think it comes out next week or the week <clears> after I'm not really sure cool um, beans. Well, but, being famous is going to get me invited to stuff, and I'm going to go to cool things. But you've still not told you, us why you're correct. famous. I don't need to tell you why I'm famous. I just am. Deal with so, it. So, so you could be famous ah, for so being the second Moore's killer. No, because that'll make me infamous. I mean, you're splitting hairs now. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to go with famous rather than infamous. He's famous for a good reason. It's just. Yeah. We don't know what it is yet. Okay, well, um, am I naked for a good reason? You can be... You can be naked for any number of reasons. Like, so it could be like I've got a medical condition which has me signed off that I can use as an excuse, not just I like to be naked because that's a bad reason. I mean, Why is, why is liking being naked bad? You know, you just... I think you're it, narrowing your own options. Yeah, yeah, li- listen, not John. You you were winning a second ago. You were talking about how great it is to be in a paddling pool, and now you're talking about some disease that you have. What? No, Why? I'm just I'm just trying what? to ascertain the rules. You're not there giving are no me rules. It's just, rules. It's, okay, it's just a it's no just rule. a podcast about naked or famous people. I mean, that's not all our podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> this has it wasn't a 45 episode intro just for this. For the next however many episodes we can discuss it. Um, well, it could think be. Think of all of the money I'd save on clothes. Think yeah. of all of the money I'd save on washing. You'd um, spend on your heating bill keeping yourself warm. Possibly. Uh, I'd probably it's... have to spend a lot more money on sofas because I'd have to burn them every six months. Um, oh, getting, <laughs> getting arse sweat right into those cushions. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. Is it a leather? I, I just slide off. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm famous. I just do a DFS advert and I get sofas for life. Oh. New sofas. Well, can we just work together? Can you get me free sofas for life? And that's what you're famous for, being like the Harold of DFS. And we'll become uh, we'll become a heterosexual civil partnership. I'll stay at home and look at the kids because I'm naked all the time. And terrify them. Well, no, because when they get old enough to not be terrified, they can move out. I, I think it'd be very difficult picking a 13-year-old up from school, tackle out. Yeah, but you're famous. You're famous. You could yes. just hire someone to... I can't do the school to... run because too many people... Rec- yeah, no, so you could hire someone to raise our children for us. I said I'm famous. We didn't say I'm rich. Stop jumping to your conclusions. Of course you're rich. If you're famous for a good reason, of course you are. I might be a philanthropist and give all my money away, and that's what I'm famous for. Yeah, to me, so I can live out my fantasy of staying at home all day, drinking daiquiris naked in my paddling pool that I have in the front room because it's safer than buying a new sofa every six months. We'll have laminate flooring, so you don't have to worry about flooding. Why won't you marry me, John? Listen, listen. (laughs) Have you seen my dom, John? (laughs) Marry me, John. I have, that's a worrying thing. 
Okay, we're, we're getting nowhere. We're getting nowhere. We're getting nowhere. Um, right, you've got four hours to be naked or famous. What are you going to do? I would film a music video of me drinking daiquiris in a paddling pool in and around where I live. It would be a rap song because I think rap with me naked would go down a lot better than actually. No, it would be rap and death metal and reggae all mixed into one because that way we'd hit a large target audience and we'd get a lot of there'd be a lot of viral interest to see what the hell this video is about. And then we'd hit such a wide range of people that are into music that we could then get an album deal out of it. So I could then get, but I would, I'd be like, um, dead mouse or, you know, someone like that who wears the head. So nobody knows who I am. So I don't get famous. My persona gets famous. So I'm not breaking any rules. And you're doing I, all of this in four hours. Yeah. I, I'm sure I'm, I'm assuming I've got time to plan. Okay. John, what are you doing? What I'm going to do is I'm going to pick my four hours is going to be between 10 and 2 on a Saturday. And I'm going to go to London. And in my between 10 and 2, I'm just going to go and high-fiving people, shaking hands. And people are going to be like, ah, oh, Johnny's famous. He's dead cool. And then just hanging out with people. Because then after my four hours, I, I'm just assuming we're going to cease to exist as famous John. So I'm going to make the most of it and try and spread as much cheer as I can. And who doesn't like a decent quality high-five? And a good story to tell to their friends who they bumped into on a Saturday, just uh, just down Oxford Street. Depending on where you go, if I put on some giant papier mache or uh, PVC mask and run around naked, I'm sure I'd get some high fives as well. High five, right. Johnny Johnny Law as he slaps some. Careful what you say. I'm going to slap him with. Slap handcuffs on you. Oh, could you imagine the slow motion bit of me running in the video? It'd be like the Blink-182 video. What's my age again? That's exactly how it would be. And they're naked and famous. Exactly. Oh. So we can't talk about them because we've already discussed we can't, <laughs> we can't talk about True. people who are naked and famous. Right, okay. Um, I'm sure all is, famous people is, are naked at some point. <laughs> this, is, this is a really difficult decision because you're both my friends and at Wait, some don't... point or another... It's going to boil down to if you were to come around my house, I'd have a nice famous person house and there'd be cool stuff everywhere. If you're going to go and see Matt, he'd be tackle out. I mean, that happens when he comes <laughs> to see me anyway, so. <laughs> okay, Matt comes around your house, gives you a housewarming plant. <laughs> He's tackle out. What do you say to your neighbours? Oh. Well, I would also bring the paddling pool and the daiquiris, obviously. Oh. Well, I could bring a paddling pool and Jameson's. And we could sit in the paddling pool drinking daiquiris and I would have a um, like a movement sensor cancer ready for when Kirsten comes in from work. So it just snaps her instant reaction, which you could get blown up and put on the wall forever. Because I imagine if your wife came home to me and you freeballing it in a paddling pool in your front room drinking frozen strawberry daiquiris, I imagine that would be a picture that you wouldn't. I'm not big on pictures. I prefer the memories, but that's something you'd want to remember forever. Naked wins. Yes. But it wasn't about being naked. It was about taking a picture and being sentimental. Yeah. That takes what suck and gets. It was you. It was a weak start. You got stronger, John. But then I just liked that. That just sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> He's bribing you. That's what he was doing. Yeah. 
with my daiquiris and my dong. Daiquiris and dong, that's No matter what I pick next, next round, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to give you £50,000. <laughs> oh, I wish that was true. Because that's, that's better than a padding pool or daiquiris. All right, all right. Look, I don't want to lose any friends over this. You're being hypothetically bribed, John. Don't fall for his... If you'd have fallen for my bribe, please let us know at WoodJRather on Twitter or leave a little review on iTunes. Help us get the word out. Tell your friends. Have a party. Put this on in the background instead of music. Any of the above, really. Or at least please just listen next week. And if you'd like to get hold of me, I think you should... Go to prison and then scratch your message in the wall a bit like how you would like scratch the number of days that you've been in the prison cell, but just scratch whatever your message is. Can you can you go to prison for a minor misdemeanor, though, not something serious? Yeah, maybe something like public nudity. In, in fact, only for public nudity. We're not we're not endorsing public nudity. Yes, we are. <laughs> That's absolutely what we're doing. Right, if you want to get in contact with me, you can contact me at John Woodrather on Twitter or Instagram. Because he hasn't got a H because it looks like a man standing straight up from the side with a massive dong. No, because I already <laughs> used H's in my massive huff that I used earlier. <laughs> hey! Fantastic. Right, so, next question. Would you rather be a pilot or an Eskimo? I'd rather be a pilot. I, I don't do with the... bus driver. Sorry? Flying bus driver, that's what you are. Yeah. And I mean I it did take me a moment because I'm scared of flying. Um but I don't deal with the cold well. And I know it's cold in England, but not as cold as it would be in Eskimo Norway. land. Yeah. John, but... I I don't have burst your bottle, but there aren't Eskimos in Norway. Oh, where are the Eskimos, John? I believe they were sort of towards Alaska direction. And I believe they prefer the term Inuit. Inuit. I don't care what they want. We're calling them Eskimos. Fair enough. I mean, I think I think Eskimo kisses are cute, but I don't know much about their Aww. lifestyle. And I don't think it's exactly like everyone imagines where they actually live in igloos and don't do a lot. I think they actually have, like, real houses. They just happen to live in colder culture, uh, climates. I'll give you a story about Inuit if, if it's worth some points. Go on then. I was watching uh, The Deadliest Catch, which is a show about uh, fishing, crab, crab, like crab fishing off of the the, the Bering Strait in Alaska. That's got to be worth thirty points, thirty man points by itself. It's a very manly job, and uh, the head engineer for the boat was uh, an Inuit chap, and uh, he, you know, not bothered by the fame or the glory, just stuck below decks and repaired the ship when he needed it. Um, but the guys on top of the deck spotted a floating walrus carcass, and the walruses were endangered. They couldn't remove the tusks and sell the ivory because the only people that have got the rights to do it are the local traditional residents of that particular part of Alaska, which the engineer was. So what they did was they hauled up this big old walrus carcass, the Inuit chap, uh, sawed off the tusks, and they threw the rest of the animal away back to sea to to feed the other animals in the ocean and the guy got two like three and a half four foot long walrus tusks for his efforts and wow. he was the only person that had the rights for it because of his ancestry i thought that was pretty cool because the guys that, on the ship respected him and went that's your culture not. that is an interesting story 
if I turned up to your house with two sawn-off body parts of a dead animal, you wouldn't be impressed with me. Because it's not part of your culture. Your, your part of your culture is living in Hunterdon. Don't drinking tell me what my culture is. <laughs> you don't have any. I'm very sorry. I don't, I don't want to be, like, talking down to you, but in, in Huntingdon, it's, it's 50% London overspill, 50% Fanny. I mean, I moved halfway around the world to get away from Huntingdon and haven't been back. You moved 10 miles down the road. Talk to me about culture. I'm not local. I wasn't born and bred. Speaking of culture, I'd like to be a pilot so I could experience lots of it. What? 40,000 foot in the air? Well, no, because I would be going to different places. And then getting out going to a hotel, finishing your hotel stay, back on your aircraft, and then flying small people around. Because yeah, but then when it's time for holidays, you'd, but then when it's time for holidays, you'd get to fly for free and get to see everywhere. That, that is true. It's just... It's it work for airlines, get good flight deals, and pe- people people do respect a man in a uniform. This is true. But Can we talk about recent headlines that have involved a pilot? Go on. Pontius Pilate? No, that was that was two thousand odd years ago. Okay. Uh, no, um, a, a a pilot was going to transfer um, Cardiff City's new Argentinian striker from the north of France, and uh, yeah, they, they didn't make it. It's a very oh dangerous job, you know. Oh dear. Yeah, and also at the bottom of the sea, off the coast of Guernsey. Yes, but how long you've seen my BMI? It's like in minus figures. How long do you think how really? How long are you going to eat some crabs for? How long? How long am I going to last? In BMI our... is a is a is an airline, I think. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've seen how skinny I am. How long do you think I'd last <laughs> being an Inuit in Arctic climates? I'd have to put on weight pretty quickly, which, as we know, I've tried to do, and it just doesn't happen. So I then so I end up being found floating in the water by a native who would happen to be the only person that's allowed to dismember my corpse. And I'd do it with honour, and I'd do it respectfully. I mean, that, that I believe, yeah. And if you're an Inuit, you, you're going to have a Inuit family that can really hand you down reindeer skins or seal skins. Just something to keep you warm, and something that is appropriate for the climate. Until yeah, you go out and to gather your own. But do you know what's going to keep me warm? The heating on the plane, or the heating in my hotel room. Or the heating in one of the countries that isn't in the coldest part of the planet. And as as we discussed, Inuits aren't complete ice cave dwelling primitives. They've probably got houses that are also heated quite nicely with, you know, nice log burning fires, etc. I mean, the key word there, John, was pr- probably. You don't know. I would say all. Of, but I'd be a, I'd be a fairly modern Inuit. I'd have my creature comforts. You'd have Wi-Fi. I'd have Wi-Fi. Yeah. You'd be the, Rob, the Robinson Crusoe of. I think, yeah. I think we're I think we're wrong to to put all Eskimos in one class. I mean, surely like all countries, Eskimos gonna have some homeless people. To be a homeless Eskimo. And a homeless Eskimo, they don't last that long. Um, <laughs> and also some like elitist snobs and people in the middle. I think I don't think we should. We should put all of the Eskimos in one basket. I was hoping to be in the middle because that's sort of the the the, the upper half of where I am now. So you want to be? Do you want to be blue collar or white collar Eskimo? I'm pretty much a blue collar Eskimo. 
blue collar Eskimo. So you're going to go out and chop chop wood and go ice fishing and kill elk and go ice fishing. And you know what? Because I'm I'm blue collar, I'm a, I'm a working man. My job will be to snowplow all of the ice in the snow off of the runway, so Matt can come visit my Alaskan airport. I think that's I think that's good. I think being a white collar Eskimo would be really boring. Doing the insurance underwriting for Eskimo culture would be <laughs> terrible. We we don't we don't cover flooding when you've had a uh, fan heater in your igloo. No. <laughs> right. So uh, blue collar Eskimo wins. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. No, neither was I. You really saved it at the end. I think that was pretty much the only thing you said in favour of being an Eskimo, but well done. No hard feelings. John likes the working man. I didn't fancy being a pilot either. No, I mean, I think the only thing that you said in favour of being a pilot was that you got to go through duty-free and buy nice whiskey. I didn't say that, so... Oh, well, that's why you lost. Um, I can tell you if you want. I've just thought, I've just thought of something. This is now two would you rather questions we've done where pilot's been the answer and both times pilot has lost. Do you remember the first one that we did? Would you rather be a ninja or a pilot? No. Oh. What was it? I'd be a pirate or a pilot. I thought that was one of them. No, no, it was would you rather be a ninja or a pilot? Oh. I'm sure we recorded it on National Pirates Day and I was deliberately trying to irritate you both. That's probably the sort of thing you would do. Yeah, so all in all, of every culture, which is probably 50% of them by now, of culture and species and class and everything else, nationality and everything, we've insulted pilots the most. Yeah, fuck pilots. <laughs> Are we just going to go like around the world? We've done ninjas, we've done Eskimos. Next time it was about <laughs> would you rather be a rodeo clown or a pilot? Like, we just go around like all nationality specific job would you rather be a bullfighter or a pilot would you rather be a junkie or a pilot would you rather be... <laughs> wait don't st- stop it john's writing these all down ah <laughs> oh, basically john would rather have a jihad against pilots that's probably the wrong thing to say yeah yeah, we we don't like mentioning the Islamic term for holy war. That's yeah. That's probably going to get cut. I'll, I'll I'll let a lot of things slide on this show, but maybe not that. What we what we really want is a crusade against the pilots. Yes. Here we are at John Woodruff. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be really awkward because if any of the guys at work start listening to it, like all of my customers are pilots. <laughs> that's going to be very uncomfortable. Hi guys. Hi John. How I'd rather be an Eskimo to listen to your podcast. Ah. Yeah, and then they bundle you into the boot of a plane and go and dump you in the Arctic Circle. <laughs> and it's like I'm, I'm nearly twice as heavy as the luggage allowance of the aircraft. Ah. So they have to like treat me like a human being and put me in the the, the passenger seat, or they've got to chop me into two, and then two of them have got to take me away. Goodness, what airline is this? It's not an airline. It's a little. Um, it's a elementary flying training for the RAF. That's okay, the that's, that's the cover story anyway. Okay. How Should many have... how many Eskimos have you recruited? That's the problem these days. Not enough Eskimo recruitment in the pilot industry. Yeah, that's true. That is that is ultimately true. Okay, next question. Uh, would you rather spend a day with a friend that you haven't seen in a year, or make a new friend? 
I'd rather spend a day with a friend I haven't seen in a year because I've, especially over the last decade, I've had a lot of friends and it's that number's getting smaller. Like I've got a lot of acquaintances, I'd say now, who are still people that I care about, but we haven't seen each other in so long. But it's got to the point now where almost not is there any point, but it's just a case of we'd love to see each other, but we've got other nearer and dearer people that we would take the time out to see. And that's the same for everyone. And I don't feel bad saying that to anybody that is listening, because if they felt differently, they'd fucking come and see me. So it's a two way street. Um, but I think as you get older, you have less time for other people because you've got, you know, career, kids, partners that take up a lot of your time. You build up more interest in your hobbies and you, you, you tend to spend more time when you're older looking after you. I know I have and you know I used to be a serious socialite and I would rather have five close friends than 500 mates. And also, I would much rather see one of you two if I hadn't seen you for a year than go and meet someone new because no one could compare to the two of you. What about an Eskimo? Wouldn't you rather make friends with an Eskimo? No, I already said I'd rather. I'd love to make friends with an Eskimo because making new friends is what I do. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's definitely what I don't know, but I, I do do it. When I went to my training courses in Scotland, I met a guy called Mike on the train, and I found out he was a bass player for a band called Anticlone. And he's a real top bloke. He's a, he's a real nice chap. Shout um, out to Mike. Shout out to Isn't Mike. Isn't Anticlone an just a person? They might be anti-cloning of people. Also, also, shout out to the guy from Lead Cube. Oh, yes. Lead Cube from our second or first year at Download that we met in the queue of the supermarket that was telling us all about his band. All right. So back to uh, to Mike. Back to Mike. Mike's a, Mike's a really sound bloke. Um, we talk about like guitar strings and things, a bit of photography. Um, I also <laughs> Sounds met... like a really interesting chap. Well, I'm not going to go through <laughs> depth because... We don't talk all that often. Uh, but I also met another guy called John when we were coming back from the NFL at West <gasps> A third John. A third John. I'm, I might even like send both Mike and John the, links to the podcast. And have, like, the the legend John. I didn't know there was a third. Third John. Uh, but he was he was dead nice. He was a Carolina Panthers follower, uh, supporter. And he's, he's dead interesting. He's, he's got quite a, quite a big interest in Hearthstone and playing um, Overwatch. Uh, yeah, so I, I see his stuff, and he's he's a fairly fairly um, competent player. And we we talk about American football from time to time when there's interesting developments, either with Carolina or with the league itself. So I'm not I'm probably not going to go out of my way to to meet up with these people, but it's nice to have similar interest with people that you can relate to and you do get on with. And I just I just find talking to people I've never met before quite quite easy. I'm I'm a very um, personable person. Oh, I I totally agree, and don't get me wrong, I. If the choice was, would you rather keep the friends you've got now but never be able to make any new ones, it might be different. But I'd rather see someone I love and care about more than meet someone new. I still can see and meet people that are new, but I wouldn't choose, essentially, I wouldn't choose a blind date over the love of my life. I think that that's probably what it comes down to, isn't it? Is, well, who who are we going to see? Because... Obviously, I think spending time with one of your dearest friends that you haven't seen in a long time, that's probably going to trump meeting 
some randomer who you sort of have one drunken joke that you share. Well, the thing go, is, oh, you're that guy that I had that drunken joke with. But when it, 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 you know, it's always possible that you meet a really nice bloke or a nice person who becomes one of your dear friends. And at that point where it's like, well, would I rather spend time with one of my dear friends now or one of my dear friends in the future? Oh, well, now I'm at a conundrum. Well, that's, How am I that's, supposed to resolve this dilemma? That's the role of the dice, because this, this new person that you meet could end up being the best man at your wedding. Well, okay, you two are already married, but you know, it could end up being your best could friend. Could end up or, being your best man or, at your wedding. Yeah, it could be, or she, could be either, or could be... Or she, could, could be. be. your brand new best friend that you've never had this connection with anybody else in the world, like on a platonic basis, not like a sexual relationship, but it could be like, wow, and they become your best friend. That is the chance. But as one of our close friends has stated to me previously, and you can guess who... He'd have probably stopped being friends with me by now, but he's invested too much time. <laughs> Those are actual words from someone's mouth that I know, but he's right. Like, it has, when you've been friends with someone for that long, okay, you see each other less. The last time we all saw each other in person was probably quite a while ago, but that doesn't take away the friendship. We've got that history. I know that when I see the two of you, it's exactly the same as though I saw you yesterday. And fair enough, okay, we talk every week now but even before that i could have not spoken to you in six months and just pick up the phone you okay i've had a bit of a shit day okay give me 10 minutes to sort the kid out and then we'll have a catch up or okay give me 10 minutes to put on some clothes and get out of the paddling pool and finish my daiquiri and then we'll have a catch up like why do you say daiquiri so weird <laughs> that's how you pronounce three it syllables in it it's not three syllables it's two Anyway. anyway, I don't I don't need to see people to to know that they you know they think of me and they miss me. I don't I don't need to. No, that's not that's not the point. Just phone calls and text messages and just checking in with each other I think is enough because I know we've all got busy lives. One of my one of my dearest friends, uh, a guy called Graham, has moved to the Czech Republic. It's been ages since I've seen him, but you know what? My my sort of my mutual comrade respect still is as strong as the last time I saw him as it is now. Okay, um, so if I said to you tomorrow. If I said to you tomorrow, I've got in one hand, I've booked you the time off work, I've got the permission from the wife, I've built a scarecrow with your face on so your kids won't miss you for a few days, here is a ticket to the Czech Republic to go and see Graham, or here is a ticket to Lithuania to meet Vladimir, which one are you picking? The thing is, that's not how it works. No, that's That's exactly what the question was. Would you rather go and see a good friend you've not seen for a year, or go and make a new friend? That was the exact question. So which is it, John? Well, I didn't get a pit, so, you know, I'm just doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually do enjoy meeting new people, and I, I really do like, meet, like meeting new friends and, and getting on with people. I'd, the reason why I'm not picking the see one old friend right now... It's because I picked it I've first. Got lot, I've got lots of people that I really should put more effort in with. And I think if you gave me the chance to see one of them, yeah, that's great. But if you said, John, pick someone that you have not seen in a year, I'd be in a bit of turmoil because it would make me realise how crap I'd been as a friend. No, uh, but like I said earlier, it's a two-way street. Over other friends. Yeah, it is a two-way street. I do agree with you on that. You, you've both been promising <sighs> to stay in my new hotel that 
I've been running for two and a half years, so. Uh... <laughs> right. So, right. I'm. I'm sorry to do this, but I'm going to cut it short there because I'm getting the feeling that you all just want to see an old friend. And I as thought you as... were going to say me. You all just want to see me. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you to say. Um, but no, I, I was going to say, John, you. You you made a you made a valiant effort, but at the end of it, I felt like you actually wanted to say that you wanted to see an old friend. So, I yeah, uh, you you made you you had some good stories with with John and who was the other guy? Mike. Mike. I remember one Mike. Mike. <laughs> I can only I can only remember one person's name. He was um, the uh, so bassist for a band called Anticlone, which we're not sure whether he means. He's against clones, or they are the anti-clone. Yeah, well, sorry, Mike, but it sounds like you're a great guy, but you're just not, you're just not a John or a not John. And well, he is a not John. He is a not John. And the yeah, other, but, and the, and the other real, one, the other ones are John. <laughs> <laughs> but not, but not, a, you know what I mean. Anyway, he's not a not not John. <laughs> I, I think for insulting my friends that you should give me the win in their honour. No, no, because I, as much as you sound like you like those people and that they sound like great chaps, it sounded like you really wanted to spend time with us. I want to spend so, time with all of my friends. No, it's it's too late now. But there's it's too, too many late. to pick from. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is what I mean. You had too many to pick from. It's you, don't right, need just, you don't need any new ones. It's fine. When we get to Norway next week, we'll just uh, get in a car, the other five of us, and just say, see you on Monday, and just leave John to make new friends. <laughs> well, see, this exactly. That's that's not no nobody wants that. Let, let's just go. Sorry. Sorry. The, the old friends win. Old friends are better than new friends. It might be reverse psychology. He might want us to do that. And he's trying to trick us into doing it to think that we're punishing him. And actually, that's what he wanted. I can all confirm nor deny because that would, <laughs> that would give you what you want. I don't. I've, I've, no. We're at the end of the tether here. Old friends win. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I, I, between uh, birthdays and moving house and things and then accidentally deleting like two thirds, it turns out, of my question list. I'm not as prepared to ask questions next week, but um, okay, there's a bit of pressure on, but I'm sure I can manage it. I'd just like to thank all of my my dear, dear friends for all of their support this week, and I'd like to also thank any new friends I might make in the future. But, you, can, uh, you can come and see me anytime you want in a naked way. You should make friends with me because uh, I'll actually care about you rather than ditching you to see friends that I should have made an effort with. Hooray! <laughs> Wait. Well, this has been Wood John Rather, and this time next week, we'll be in Norway. We'll be naked Eskimos, spending naked. time with good friends. And making new friends, if history is anything to go by. If you've got any tips for what we should do in Norway, or you're a fan in Norway, not that I've seen any metadata that suggests we have any, but if you are, we'll be in Tromso next week, um, Friday to mo- uh, Friday to Monday. Hit us up on Twitter, any one of us, and uh, yeah, come meet us for a drink, and then we can be famous and naked. We could do our first ever live date. We could just 
hijack a bar and uh, start talking really loudly between the three of us. Just just one crazy fan from Norway who's like tried to get his friends to come along and he just sat there listening intently to us drunkenly argue. And we could get we could get one of the others to video it as well, so we could put up our first YouTube video. Sounds like my kind of Norwegian. Well, we'll see you next week, Norway. Much love. This has been Wood John Rather, and I'll uh, get on writing some questions. I want to wear a fucking wizard hat. Okay.